Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, the Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Zandra, and we're the creators of Little Yellow Couch and the Style Matters Podcast. We believe that your style comes from knowing who you are, and that's why we dig deep in these interviews, to get to the substance behind the style. We are a community of people obsessed with interiors and modern homemaking. And since you're listening, please consider yourself part of the Little Yellow Couch family. If you're curious about whether or not your home has set you up to live your best life, visit our website, littleyellowcouch.com, and grab our worksheet on creating your own style manifesto. Hi, everyone. Today, we're airing an extra special episode of On the Little Yellow Couch, or On the LYC, as we like to call it. As you may know, once a month, we take a break from interviewing designers, and instead, Zandra and I dive a little deeper on a topic that was brought up in one of these interviews. This month, we're doing something a little different. We've gotten together with a few other fabulous podcasters, and we've all agreed to take on the same topic, interpret it however we like, and release all of our episodes this week. We are excited to introduce you to The Home Hour. Hosts Graham and Kirsten's show is the home ec class you wish you'd taken. They are two moms trying to create homes that are beautiful, welcoming, and functional, all while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children. North-South Makers. Hosts Charlotte and Erin are design bloggers, friends, and moms. They talk about all things DIY and making, and a little bit of momming. They believe if they can do it, then so can you. And Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, are two business-owning, work-from-home moms who are laughing their way through parenthood. On our website, littleyellowcouch.com, we're linking to all of these episodes, and we think you're going to be very happy we've introduced you to more podcasts for your binge-listening pleasure. Before we get started, here's a little info about our fabulous sponsor, Revival Rugs. Before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. This is the story of Ben and Amber, who are a lot like you and me. 
Ben and Amber wanted a beautiful old rug full of history, handcrafted in a way that ensured excellent quality. But they had a problem. They didn't have thousands of extra dollars to spend on this kind of rug. So they talked with their friends, Kurt and Joyce, who live in Turkey, and know artisans who make and restore such things. In the end, Ben and Amber got just what they were looking for, but they wanted other people to have access to these beautiful rugs too. So Ben and Amber and Kurt and Joyce started a company. They call it Revival Rugs. On their website, you can watch a super cool video that shows you the process that they use to restore beautiful vintage rugs. You'll fall in love with them just like we did. Oh, and they also make gorgeous pillows from remnants of Turkish and Kilim rugs that would otherwise be lost to history. And did we mention that by working directly with weavers in Turkey, they save money on all of the middlemen and can afford to charge us a lot less? Yeah, we like that part too. Check them out at RevivalRugs.com. That's www.RevivalRugs.com. So we're really excited about doing this and... The organizers have come up with a theme, a topic that we're all going to talk about in our own way, with our own take, and the theme is spring. And so Karen and I have picked something that might be a little bit obvious, but we feel like we're going to talk about it in a different way, which is spring cleaning. And um, for all of you groaning right now, (laughs) (laughs) um, we really want to make spring cleaning feel better than it might otherwise. Although although there are probably some of you out there that absolutely love to clean. Raise your hand if you're one of them. Yes, because I (laughs) and you can come to our homes. Exactly, we've got plenty of cleaning for you to do. (laughs) But um, we want to start thinking about spring cleaning as a way to fall in love with your home again. When you take the time to really move things around and get behind corners and lift things up and actually hold some of the objects that you've got been, you know, that you've had on your shelves and reconnect with them a little bit, I think that it will feel like not so much of a chore. Right. I think if you change the the purpose and the mission behind right. why you're spring cleaning. Right. It's not just so that your house doesn't look disgusting. (laughs) Which, I mean, is a good enough reason. But for whatever reason, that still hasn't motivated me. It's apparently not enough. Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) I really hate dusting. I mean, really, really hate it. Yeah. No, seriously, when I remember when I first met you, one of the first, like, sort of, (laughs) deeper conversations that we had. I'm not making this up. I told you I hated <laughs> you dusting. You told me about how much you hated dusting. <laughs> You're kidding and me. And then you showed me you have this great barrister bookcase oh, yeah. in your living room where we're actually sitting right now. Right. And the barrister bookcases are that kind that have the glass uh, fronts to them that you can open and close. And that you had this bookcase because of... Not only did you hate dusting, that you had this like sort of visceral yes. reaction yes. to dust. I do. And I was like, yeah, I guess I could still be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that that is one of the core elements of who I am. I should put that on our about page. It was just really like, it has stuck in my head. Well, I apparently made it, it very clear. It was this really, oh, it was hilarious. almost this sort of like confessional. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, but the Barrister Bookcase, truly, I remember shopping for that. This was 20 years ago because that way I wouldn't have to dust those books or those shelves. Right, yeah. 
every time I pick up any large piece of furniture right. in my home, there's this, it's like, disgusting. Yeah, this little I mean, not just your house. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> in any collection house. of dust bunnies. Right. You don't want to um, go behind the desk. You don't want to go behind the couch. And yeah, there are just places that yeah. I, I by no means want to give the impression that you and I live in dirty no, houses. No, no, we no, don't. No. But there are those spots that you just don't get to oh. until you force yourself to or something gets missing behind something. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please stay listening to those new people. <laughs> so back to the joy of spring cleaning. <laughs> well, as, as kind of corny as it sounds, I, I just do feel like having a different attitude toward it and and really taking the time. The way I clean is always get it over with as quickly as possible. And yeah. I'm yelling at my whole family and I'm just <laughs> mad and I just want to get it over with. And it's taking up my Saturday and I'm not happy about it. And, and, um, I don't want to do that anymore. And right. I certainly don't want to do that when I'm, when I need to do a deep clean, I, I want to actually take the time put on the rubber gloves, get the warm, soapy water out. And that, that leads us, I think, to something that I know you want to talk about, which is what products to use that will also make you feel good. Absolutely. So and I kind of want to step back. A couple of years ago, uh, my father passed away, and he had early onset Alzheimer's. And I was it became more and more aware of some of the causes or potential causes of Alzheimer's and dementia. And one of the big things that you hear very often is uh, deodorants, the uh, aluminum, the content of aluminum and deodorants is one of the potential contributing factors. And so I have been on a few year search for this perfect natural deodorant. <laughs> and so I have finally found the one that works for me. And I'll name the name just because this, this is not an ad. This but is go not ahead. an ad. Yeah, no one's paying us. Uh, but I have found Schmitz you Can check out their website. They have deodorant they have soaps which i'm also using now too over the process over the years of trying to find these products or these personal care products i've become more and more aware of the household products that i'm using and one of the things that i came across about a year ago is an app called think dirty which <laughs> when my son found on my phone oh. <laughs> was like what is this app he's 13 and uh, a bit precocious and so I was like it is about household cleansers <laughs> and how many toxins they have in it and he was a little disappointed I'm sure he was well, uh, that was boring <laughs> yeah uh so what you can do with this app is one, you can scan the barcodes on any of your products and not every product is in there, but so they also have a feature where you can scan your product and take pictures of the front and back of the packaging of your product and they will eventually get to those That's products. Cool. Yeah. What you can also do is let's say I scan my cleaner and it says that it ranks like an eight out of 10 on the toxicity scale. Mm -hmm. um, I can then click and see what uh, other products I could be using. Alternatives. Alternative nice. products. And so the next step that I've been taking is that I have been making some of my own products and 
I'll probably share a couple of recipes. Yeah, I think you should. We definitely will do that. Okay. Yes, let's so, do that. We're committing to that right now. Okay. Some of the things that I've been making, and two of the main things that I've been making is, one is a shower spray, mm-hmm. and I use amber-colored glass bottles. And glass can be a little dangerous around bathrooms. I understand that. Uh, but if you keep it in a in a safe place yeah. in your bathroom, it's fine. And they look pretty. And they Let's look pretty. Let's be honest here. <laughs> and the amber, it has to look good. You want the, the more opaque bottles uh-huh, uh, yep. because that protects the essential oils from breaking down. But it's really like both... Um, the shower spray that I've been making and the room spray, like deodorizing spray, both have the most basic ingredients. Well, so tell us about the shower spray. What, what's in it? Because it sounds like it smells amazing. It smells incredible. So it is vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get cheap yes, vodka. Yes, right. Um, and to kill the bacteria. To kill the bacteria. Not to drink. And to, to keep the, the solution in your bottle fresh as well. Uh-huh, okay. Um, so distilled water mm-hmm. and essential oils mm-hmm. mix that I've been using in our showers are tea tree oil lemongrass and eucalyptus it sounds amazing it is such a wonderful fresh natural mm-hmm. scent and all three of those essential oils have antibacterial properties we'll be back after a quick break I assume you're here because you want a one-of-a-kind, personality-filled home, right? Well, in order to have that, you need to define and develop your signature style. When you do that, you're going to understand how to mix what you already have with new things you find, focusing on who you are and what you love, putting it all together in a cohesive way. So what's stopping you? Well, let me know if this sounds about right. Not enough time, not enough money, and a lack of creativity or design knowledge, which makes you feel overwhelmed and insecure about pulling the trigger and changing things up. This is why I created the Slow Style Society, to help you take action on making your dream home a reality. It's part social club for people who like to just geek out on design and part hands-on learning experience where you get better and better at making decor decisions for each room in your home. And for the next few weeks, I'm offering all new members an additional one-on-one style session with yours truly. So I'll take you through the lessons so you know exactly what to focus on inside the Slow Style Framework in what order, and you'll have a personalized support system from me to get you there. Go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society so we can get started right away. Let's not wait for that imaginary perfect time to create your beautiful, meaningful home. Again, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society. Okay, back to the episode. Right, natural ones. Exactly. So you spray it before you get in the shower or at the end of your shower? I spray it at the end of the shower when everything's wet in there. And it's just sort of one of those daily shower maintenance sprays. Right. You don't have to wipe it down. You just step out of the shower when you're done And leave it as is. It makes your bathroom smell nice all day. Right. And extends the time in between cleaning your shower. You know what I like about this too is that it's – it's kind of elevating 
this idea of spring cleaning and again, making it feel um, purposeful and right. meaningful and, and not, not just this dreaded chore where, you know, you're treating yourself, buy some beautiful amber bottles, make some homemade shower spray and clean your bathroom, you know, really, really scrub it and give it this really great scrub and leave it smelling phenomenal and know that then for the next couple of months, you've got this spray that you can use every time you shower. And I just, I love this idea of um, trying to make the, the cleaning feel good to yourself. And, and right. you know, we, I talked about earlier about how spring cleaning can be a way to show your home some love, but you're talking about almost showing yourself some love with doing a little bit of research and figuring out what products are safest for you and healthiest. And then um, that aromatherapy aspect that I think is such an easy way to show yourself some love and some self-care. Right. And yeah. your home some love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you want to spend time in yeah. your home. And, uh, and so actually I brought you today. Yes. Kira brought me a little gift. <laughs> a room deodorizer. And again, I got the... Not am- because my house smells bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just house to be always clear. smells nice. So, um, but again, I bought amber bottles that the little spray bottles, and for you, I made the bergamot cedar wood. Mm-hmm. Um, so that Xandra loves citrus, and then because of the time of the year, I thought it'd be nice to have that more woodsy smell with the citrus. Right. And then for myself, I made cedar wood frankincense. So, so continuing on this theme of aromatherapy. One idea that I got from somewhere, and I am so sorry that I cannot remember where I got it because I would love to credit wherever I saw this, but you know how you put on the stovetop in the wintertime around, around the holidays, you put, you know, cloves and cinnamon and maybe some orange peel and you, you just simmer it on the stove and right. it gives that great, that great kind of winter holiday scent. Well, someone had the idea of doing it in the springtime with slices of lemon and then whatever herbs you want. I would probably choose mint and um, rosemary, especially mint, though. I feel like mint is so springy. There's right. something so uh, sharp about it right. that I love it with the lemon. Um, and I thought that would be a really nice thing to have on the stove simmering when you're cleaning, certainly when you're cleaning your kitchen, um, but also just when you're cleaning kind of, you know, your dining room or whatever's near your kitchen. So you can, again, kind of enjoy it and make a little ritual out of cutting up the lemon and right, getting those herbs right. together. And I think herbs are so... To me, fresh herbs are so symbolic of spring. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so another thing that we thought we would talk about, this is going to get a little personal. Um, <laughs> you, ju- you may have just met us. <laughs> now you're going to really know us. <laughs> right. If learning about our, our dust intolerance and, our, and our, <laughs> our underarm deodorant issues isn't enough. <laughs> so... Karen and I both suffer from depression, and we both have for a very long time um, been diagnosed. Well, for me, it was high school. What, what, what about you? Uh, diagnosed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my 20s. Okay. But probably longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've, I've had it. <laughs> I've had that? it since high school. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So high but, school. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. So long, long, long time. And I... Maybe this isn't as big of a deal for some people. I feel like the topic is still a little bit taboo or there's very few people that I share this with. Mm. I, I, I guess I just, I think that people get, some people, especially if they don't understand it, have kind of a set fixed idea in their mind of what that means. 
Right. And then I don't want them to look at me differently or I don't want them to like wonder, oh, my God, is she depressed if, you know, if I'm having a sad day? I mean, it's not the same as just sadness. It's it's really its own thing. And um, well, and I think if you haven't experienced it, if if it's not part of your life, right, it it can be hard to to understand. Like my husband. Right does not suffer from depression. Right. He's got a, you know, very good mental health. Right. Um, and has always been very compassionate with my depression. Um, but still, and he'll tell you, he still doesn't a hundred percent understand it. Right. Right. And that's fine. Right. That, that, I think it, like you said, it's hard to understand if you don't right. haven't experienced it. Because I think we are, we do associate it so much with just sadness or situational depression where, you know, you, I don't know, lost your job. And so naturally you're depressed about it. Right. Right. But, but you know, which is different than clinical depression. Um, And sometimes the two mix, you know, as I'm sure any of you listening who (laughs) know what we're talking about, you can relate. Um, This is the everything's going really well in my life. And chemically, yeah, still can't get out of bed. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about this a lot recently in relation to my home and how I feel like I finally got my living room to this place mm. where I want to be in it. And um, it's making me appreciate kind of small aspects of my home. And so I'm, I'm thinking with spring cleaning this year, approaching it in this new way we've been talking about, is also, uh, I think, along with medication, (laughs) um, you know, a way to kind of treat my depression because I need to do something. I can't just sit around. I have to be doing something. And I also feel like I need to accomplish things. You know, I I need to see an end result. Right. It's not just the process for me. In fact, that's why I hate cleaning because it's a process and I just want it to be done. But I think for example, recently taking everything off the kitchen, kitchen counters, we have butcher block and not just wiping it all down, but then treating it with the oil that you're supposed to use to kind of keep the wood healthy is meditative. And I feel like, um, it's, it's a very simple when you, when you can't get out of bed in the morning or you, you really feel like there's nothing else you can do that day because you're having a really bad depressive episode, Doing something like that, for me, it's in the quiet. I don't even want music on. For some people, music is very healing. Um, But just taking that time, that slow time to take everything out of the off the counters and clean them and and then treat them is, I think, really it's really helpful. And the next thing I'm going to do that I have never done in my life is wash my windows. (laughs) I've never done in my life. I've never done that. I've never seen my mother do it. I've never seen my grandmother do it. I'm sure my grandmother did it. I doubt if my mother did it. Um, but I mean, I, I'm sure I've cleaned off sort of the inside a little bit, but I'm going to do the outside too. Right. And I'm just really excited about seeing them sparkle. <laughs> but more importantly, I um, I want to just take a Saturday and just say to myself, that's all you have to do today. That's all that's on right, your plate. Right, right. And afterwards, treat yourself to a glass of wine or whatever, maybe some fresh flowers, but just do something meditative like that. 
that I'm going to feel good about. Well, and that's such a good point because while you were talking, I was thinking about that. I think a lot of times when we think about spring cleaning, it's like, okay, this weekend we're doing our spring cleaning and it's top to bottom and everything's coming out of every closet and everything's being moved and dusted. And it can feel really, really overwhelming. Definitely. Uh, Especially if you're dealing with depression. Right. So I think sometimes it's about giving yourself singular tasks Mm. that are really doable, but have a big impact. Mm -hmm. You know, we've always talked about how, like, we like to, when we can, when we tidy up a room to treat the room to fresh flowers. Yes. So tidy up your kitchen and treat it to a new counter spray that you made or that you found that is uh, healthy. Right. Uh, Treat it to a new candle or Mm -hmm. some incense. Go onto your bathroom, make this shower spray, scrub it down, treat it to this new spray. Uh, Get, you know, change out your linens to spring linens Mm. from, from all of your, uh, winter cozy mm-hmm. flannels. I do love lavender spray, pillow spray. Right. And so, oh. and make yourself a pillow spray or a room spray. Yeah. That, you know, I think it's, it's having those goals mm-hmm. that, that, that treat at the end, whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever's right. going to work for you. Uh, get that really expensive candle that you've wanted to buy, whatever right. it is. Right. So, and let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Send us a message. Get onto our website, littleyellowcouch.com. Check out our blog. Let us know what you're doing, what maybe some of your tips are for that spring cleaning. cleaning. Because we always need some more motivation. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. One more thing we'd like to mention. Our take on the whole spring cleaning thing is an expansion of a recent blog post we did on five different rituals you can do for your home to show it a little love and get a lot of love in return. And this is also something our guest, Karianne Wood of Thistlewood Farms, talked about on last week's show. She is so inspiring and her joy is infectious. So if you haven't had a chance to listen, go check that out as well. And if you're looking to define, refine, or play around with your own style, start at the beginning by writing your own style manifesto. Just go to the website at littleyellowcouch.com and download our worksheet for free. On the show notes page, we'll be linking to all of these things, plus all of the other podcasts we're collaborating with this week. If you're as obsessed with your home as much as we are with ours, you're going to totally relate to these shows. Again, they are The Home Hour, North South Makers, and Shaley and Katie, The Podcast. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com and you'll find everything you're looking for. Finally, a special thanks to Graham and Kirsten of The Home Hour for including us in this project. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.